0: Hello and welcome to another edition of 41 Files. I'm Taylor Hemnes, anchor of 41 Action News Today. Glad you're with us today as always. We're uh, thankful for all the folks that download 41 Files and hopefully that will continue today uh, because today's another big topic. We're uh, joined as always by Digital Director Sam Hartle. Hi, Sam. Does this count as a mobile podcast? Uh, Yes, because we are mobile. We 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 are using the mobile setup. Yes, we are sitting in Sam Hartle's office with the mobile pod setup on his desk. We're, yeah, we're, we're dedicated. It's got a ham radio feel to it, just higher tech. There's more lights, and I like that a lot. Uh, we have got uh, a lot of breaking news happening right now. Just just in the last probably 30 minutes, we heard from the NFL uh, that they will not be taking action against Tyreek Hill, the uh, recently suspended from the team, at least, Chiefs wide receiver. Training camp for the Chiefs set to start next week, and we hear today from the league that they can find uh, no evidence that Tyreek Hill uh, violated the um, personal personal conduct policy for the league, so we're just learning that now. So we bring in Todd Palmer from Fourth and One, another of our very popular uh, podcast here at Forty One Action News. Todd, this is just happening.
1: Yeah, and uh, it, it's uh, huge news for the Chiefs. Obviously, Tyreek sure. Hill is a, a unique player in terms of his talent on the field. Uh, fills a unique role um, as the top wide receiver, and and the things that he can do to threaten a defense, um, you know, make him a nightmare. Uh, to match up with and and frankly, the chief's offense would be greatly diminished if he wasn't there. Not that that should be, the number one concern sure. in this whole situation. But um, if you're if you're a Chiefs fan, strictly from a football perspective, this is uh, this is big news that he's not going to miss any games.
0: Sam, the uh, the Chiefs have also released a statement that just came down in the last few minutes.
1: Yeah,
2: so I'm hopeful that we'll be able to revisit the NFL statement uh, that was released just after 9 o'clock this morning. Yeah. Uh, but a few minutes ago, the Chiefs released a statement, uh, posted it on social media on their website uh, from the Chiefs. We have been informed of the decision by the National Football League that based on the available evidence, The league has not found that Tyreek violated the NFL's personal conduct policy. Based on the information provided to us by the league, we've decided it is appropriate for Tyreek to return to the team at the start of the training camp. The club fully supports the conditions for return laid out by the league and will continue to monitor any new developments in the case. We are glad to welcome Tyreek back to the team and look forward to the start of training camp next week, which is up in uh, St. Joe. Uh, Todd, the NFL... Sites um, or so the Chiefs cite the NFL's uh, statement. What all was in that statement that came down?
1: Well, so basically they they said that they had a four month investigation. Um, they obviously didn't have access to um, some of the the information in the uh, fa- the division Department of Children and Families investigation because mm-hmm. that's uh, that's sealed. That's private. It involves their three year old son. Um, and those proceedings generally are closed. So this wasn't a case where there's special treatment. Um, they were privy to the information, in the lawsuit. It's uh, it's uh, my understanding that they the NFL had the full audio, which didn't hit the public until last week. Uh, but the NFL has had that audio in their possession for several months as part of the investigation. So they were maybe a little bit more aware Um you know, they obviously had talked with the Johnson County District Attorney's Office, and they'd been, they'd been in contact with the Overland Park Police. They met with Tyreek Hill for more than eight hours um, late last month to have a conversation. And then today they basically said, you know, hey, um, we can't find evidence that he violated the personal conduct policy. Uh, but they left the door open that if new information comes out that, um, you know, they could revisit the situation. But basically, um, you know, they, they said, hey, I mean, you know, we understand that the, the, the the investigation said they think a criminal something criminal happened with the child i mean the, the da announced that on yeah. uh, steve howard and that's on april 24th but in the absence of any actual evidence against tyree Hill, he's not going to be suspended um at this time what was interesting to me i thought um you know roger goodell has wide wide latitude under the personal conduct policy right. to suspend players um and, and, and really it has in the past oh, yes. absolutely has and and he, he basically can suspend you just for embarrassing the league or just for being part of investigation. Had they decided to suspend Tyreek Hill, that would not have been the first time that they had suspended a player in the absence of charges. I mean, And no one would have been surprised by it. Either. No, no, not at all. In fact, most people expected probably a two-game suspension. Yeah, um, at but least. you just think about, like, uh, the Ezekiel Elliott news uh, a couple years ago. He was never charged with domestic violence in a series of allegations that he may or may not have... Um, you know, assaulted, assaulted a woman, assaulted w- a woman mm-hmm. or, or, or women, uh, and he was suspended six games. And the Cowboys actually actively fought that in court and lost, by the way, yep. um, because Goodell has just such wide power. So I think there was a feeling that Tyreek was going to pay a penalty just for the fact that this was a four month long embarrassment to the league, and that he already had that now expunged domestic incident at Oklahoma State in his background. Um, you know, so I I I. Th- Roger Goodell showed unusual restraint in this case, um, and I, I I feel like part of me feels like that some of that is a nod to um, Clark Hunt and the Hunt family and the Chiefs organization, and everything that they mean to the NFL. So. I have the I
0: statement from the NFL here in front of me, and throughout already this conversation, we referenced it, and any time anyone has brought this up, both uh, just in personal conversations and from law enforcement situations and from league situations, these conversations have always started with, obviously, the health and safety of the child is the most important thing here, and that's the thing the league uh, talked about as well as how you mentioned this earlier. So this is a direct quote from the league. Throughout this investigation, the NFL's primary concern has been the well-being of the child. Our understanding is that the child is safe, And that the child's ongoing care is being directed and monitored by the Johnson County District Court and the Johnson County Department for Children and Families. And that is the first paragraph of the statement from the league, them making it uh, obvious to them, or making it very clear to anyone who reads this, that that's what's paramount. And they feel comfortable with the safety of Tyreek Hill's child, and they're leading with that to say, and since we feel comfortable with that and the safety of the child, this is influencing our decision here i'm curious and obviously this is one of many questions people are going to be asking about but now that we know he is going to be back he's going to play the chiefs are welcoming him back um where does the court of public opinion happen now for the chiefs as they move forward obviously tyree kill a very popular player this is just a truth of fandom when it comes to the league there are fans of the of the chiefs that this is not the most important thing. As you mentioned earlier, when you talked about the, the football aspect of this, there are fans of the Chiefs that that's what they care about most. And I'm not trying to demonize anyone, but that's what they care about most in the situation is that, hey, Tyreek Hill, one of the best wide receivers in the league, is going to be a member of the Chiefs this year. Moving forward now, though, what is what is what happens with the court of public opinion for the Chiefs and for Tyreek?
1: Well, I, I really think that the court of public opinion swayed uh, kind of back in Tyreek Hill's favor in in a sense when the full audio was released and we got a little bit more context. Because obviously back in late April um, when the big takeaway was him calling his then fiance and the mother of of this child, who at the time was also pregnant with twins who were born in early July, um, him saying, you should be terrified of me too and calling your names. I think at that time a lot of people felt like Tyreek may not survive this. I mean, you got to, you know, the Chiefs had cut Kareem Hunt um, after the video on TMZ came out, where he can be seen last season, yeah, shoving and punching someone. That was just in December 2018. So then you flash forward less than four months later, and now Tyreek finds himself in, in this situation with the the background he already had. I think it it began to look like Tyreek Hill was probably not going to be on the team, and I think a lot of people probably felt okay with that. I think one
2: of the interesting things uh there's a a report a tweet from uh a Sports Illustrated reporter Monday Morning Quarterback Albert Breer who said that uh, the league made multiple attempts to interview uh Crystal Aspinall, Espinall, Espinol. and they weren't they weren't able to get that interview.
1: Uh, I mean that doesn't that doesn't really surprise me. Um you know um it, look uh, it, there's always something to me and, and and I don't I don't know Crystal but the, the fact that the secret recording was made as she walked through the airport, um, was always, it, it's a curious decision to me. I, I you know, um, and, and the way that it was handled, the way that it was leaked, um, and things like that, um, you know, the NFL doesn't have subpoena power. So, um, for her to not want to cooperate and not want to talk to effectively Tyreek Hill's, um, superiors, um, in this situation, um, doesn't really surprise me, um, you know, I mean, uh, she's got enough on her plate with the DCF investigation and everything else that's been going on, and also, you know, you gotta remember, um, she was literally a week from giving birth um, when the NFL came to town to meet with investigators, so, um, you know, I mean, I, I think that, obviously, whatever, the, the NFL felt comfortable enough with whatever Tyreek told them in that eight-and-a-half-hour meeting that they you know, ultimately decided they didn't need to to uh, to meet with her, and, and uh, you know, look, I... They're not together anymore. I mean, that became clear last week um, when um, she filed for paternity and child support for the two twins that were born. Um, you know, and um, it, it seems like uh, it seems like maybe that may that may be for the best that they're not together anymore. We, I think most people
0: when they listen to the full audio when it came out a couple of weeks ago, um, and I believe the Star had an editorial about this as well, seemed to indicate. Listen, this doesn't. Exonerate no, him necessarily. Anyway. This doesn't. In a lot of cases, most people say this doesn't even make him look a whole lot better because there's strong evidence there of a, to put it mildly, uh, deteriorating relationship with within that body that that yeah. couple. It's it's not a. It's not. You can tell from the audio there. It's not a healthy relationship. What's unfortunate with this, and again, I want to make clear, I'm not accusing anyone of anything. What's unfortunate in this is so many. Instances where we have a case of assault or abuse of some sort where the victim is automatically not believed or the victim is said, oh, because of her. And I say her, but sometimes it's him. But often her actions, this means she meant to do this or this meant she was trying to. That happens. We hear cases of that across the board in every situation. What's unfortunate here now is that there's the possibility of that continuing to be brought up here because she's not being able to meet with the league, she's not discussing certain things, she's not answering certain questions, she's not answering Tyree Hill's questions, whatever that audio comes out. Um, and I hope that she is not demonized here to the point of victim shaming, almost, if that makes sense, um, because the the child continues to be the most important thing, and the league references that. Um, are we gonna Are we gonna hear? Are we going to hear boos for Tyreek Hill when he comes out on the practice? Field?
1: I mean, I, I I don't know that you're going to hear boos because I think the people that are going to show up at the practice field, by and large, chief are, yeah, sure. are, are the ones who look. There's a lot of people who who've who've kind of backed Tyreek all along in this and said, hey, he hasn't been arrested. You know, there's no evidence uh, you know, Like you said, there's a lot of people who their only concern is they just wanted to play because they want, right, they want, they the, want the Chiefs to dealer. have a chance yeah. to, to win a Super Bowl and, and the, the Chiefs have a better chance with Tyreek Hill on the field to do that. Um, you know, when I mentioned earlier that I thought that the court of public opinion had swayed back toward Tyreek a little bit with when the full audio was released, it was because you mentioned that there was um, part of the conversation that, that wasn't uh, made public back in late April, that was made public, um, you know, in – you Just know, a couple of weeks it, yeah, ago. Mm-hmm. Part of that conversation um, included a discussion about the incident in 2014. And, Oklahoma. And, yeah, yeah, and what Oklahoma happened that, that led to his dismissal and led to him uh, being charged with uh, with domestic uh, violence. And, and, of course, that he satisfied all the court conditions after taking a guilty plea, and, and that has been expunged from his record
0: but still he came into the league with that around his neck. You no, absolutely. With, and the chiefs and, were, were and, vilified a little bit. Oh, for they
1: absolutely it. were. I mean, he was a fifth round pick, but John Dorsey and Andy Reed had to answer a lot of questions and, and local women's groups, um, local sports radio lit up a lot of people saying that it was indefensible, that they should not have brought this man into the community. Um, you know, and so I think, I think part of the reaction when, when everything first came out was, you know, the chiefs had been so adamant that, Hey, we're not going to bring a monster in, you know, we've, we've, you know, we've investigated everything we could, and then of course we find out they didn't even talk to like his community college coach and some other people like that. Um, even at that time, so it's like, well, you you didn't as a point of fact, like kick over every rock like he claimed to have. Um, but then I think when you, you know, when there's a strong insinuation that Tyreek may have now injured a child, um, I, I think a lot of people's gut reaction was. I'm done with this guy. I want nothing to do with this guy. I don't want to cheer for him. And I think when you hear the full context of the audio, like you said, it doesn't exonerate. I mean he still is calling the mother of his children horrible names and saying terrible things to her. Right. A- and that's indefensible. Um, but when you hear the full conversation and you hear the exasperated way that they're both talking to each other, um it, you know, like you said it it's a, it's it comes off as more of a toxic relationship. Um, and the truth of the matter is, None of us will ever know what happened in 2014. None of us will, you know, none of us that are listening to this or, or they're sitting in this room today talking about it know what happened to that child. You just hope that whatever, you know, whatever is going on now that, that the child will be safe, the child will be taken care of, and, and you know, what? to the extent that anything improper did happen to him, that that nothing like that will ever happen again.
0: The Chiefs obviously uh, have not really had to been in front of the media now for several weeks because it's it's the off season. but now that's going to change in a big way next week when training camp starts, and they're going to – obviously the team already had plans in place for how to handle this, assuming he was not going to be at training camp next week whenever the media shows up and starts asking questions. That now is not going to be uh, the case, and they've got a few days to figure out, okay, now how do we – how do we handle this whenever we start having to answer questions in front of televisions in front of, or in front of cameras and microphones? Um, so they will try to handle this as best they possibly can. He will try. He will obviously be told what he can and can't say or what he should or shouldn't say whenever he gets his media availability. I'm curious from from both of you. Either of you can weigh on on, on this. If you were in charge of Tyreek, if you were if you were handling Tyreek's uh, personal responses to things, his appearances, that kind of thing. What what should Tyreek Hill do if he has the opportunity to do whatever he'd like to do uh, in response to this? What what should Tyreek kill do now that he can speak about it?
2: I don't know. And uh, Tyreek doesn't pay me for for advice, but I, I think what we're going to see, and we've seen glimpses of this on his social media um, over the last month, uh, last couple of months, is he's 100 100 football. Uh, yeah. I think I think he's going to uh, keep his head down and 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 just say, hey, I'm 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 back. I'm I want to you know devote 110 percent of my of my commitments to 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 the team, uh, and then I think he'll slowly work back into a more prob- a public profile um, as as things kind of settle down a little bit. Uh, but I think he's gonna, you know, I think he's just gonna stick to football, uh, you know, for, for probably for most of the season, and then and then maybe work in some you know some charity events and stuff like that in this public profile as he goes along. But um, you know, I think he'll make a couple of comments, uh, you know, about supporting his children. Um, but I, I think most of what we're going to see is you know, probably him running up hills in Overland
1: Park. Yeah, I mean, look, the Chiefs need to rip that Band-Aid off pretty quick, I think, because um, everybody's going to be asked about it. And if you just make it available early and get it out of the way, uh, the quicker you do that, the quicker it goes away, I think. Some of this will probably be dictated by um, Tyreek. He's he's the one person other than a statement or two from his attorney that we really haven't heard from in this situation. And it's possible that, that Tyreek has just been itching to, um, have, you know, have his say. Um, I don't think that he's going to go crazy. I think that um, he's going to feel like the NFL not suspending him speaks volumes about his situation. Um, but, look, I think he's going to have to – obviously, he's going to have to address it. Obviously, he's going to have to address um, the disappointment of being away from the team during uh, organized team activities and, and mandatory minicamp. And, and uh, you know, he's going to have – he's going to be asked, like, you know – what his mood, you know, what was going through his mind as this was playing out. Um, and, and he's, you know, I mean, I would expect somebody will directly ask him, you know, if, if he, you know, if he did anything to injure his son at some point um, when they get a chance to talk to him. It's not going to be a comfortable conversation um, for Tyreek Hill. But I, I, um, I think that, you know, like Sam said, At the end of the day, I think he's, you know, he'll he'll probably release a statement and then and then ask not to take any questions about it, and then he'll probably say he's happy to be back playing football with the Chiefs, and he'd like the focus to be on that. You can't help but think about
0: uh, another instance here where uh, star power is an important variable in this conversation. Uh, When this first came out, and these first these things first happened, and whether the same thing happened with Kareem Hunt, with other players that have gone through this. One of the first conversations that comes up is, well, if he wasn't any good, they would drop him immediately. And so we saw that because of his star power immediately when this comes out. If, if if the player we're talking about here is not Kareem Hunt, but a, you know, second string defensive tackle situation that's important to the team, a good player, that kind of thing. But maybe only four out of 10 Chiefs fans can name, oh, yeah, that's such and such. He's really good it's totally different, and moving forward, it's totally different if that's a player that is not going to be seen very well. But this is one of the most recognizable names, certainly, on the team, and because of the play over the last couple of seasons, one of the most recognizable players in the league. This is without a doubt, I think, one of the top five wide receivers in the National Football League. And so that adds another element to it of this is not going to go away as smoothly or as easily if he were a less well-known player. So it will be interesting to see moving forward um, how the star power aspect of him and of his game affects what this story continues to do as it moves forward. So this is obviously just coming down from the league today. Um, it's 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 big news, obviously, and we get ready for training camp just in a few days. So this is not going to be the end of this news by any means. Sam. Eh?
2: Well, so this is this is you know turning on the knob of Chiefs fever two thousand nineteen yeah. um, for what many hope is a march to the Super Bowl. Um, a lot of that starts uh, next Tuesday uh, as as the first players start to report to training camp up in St. Joe. Um, you know, we'll we'll do a little self plug here. We've got some nice coverage planned for it. Uh, and and Taylor, you you took a little trip to Texas. Yeah, I was going to
1: say, how to was that? Taylor
2: to Tyler, Texas. Uh-huh. Thankfully, we didn't have our photographer Tyler all along. Oh, that <laughs> that would have been, yeah. been a lot. That would have been, been a long, uh, a long thing. But uh, you, you shot several stories um, to kind of coincide with uh, with training camp. Uh, involving Patrick
0: Mahomes. Uh, give us a
2: taste of uh, what to expect there.
0: Patrick Mahomes was born in Tyler, Texas, went to high school in White House, Texas. And if you're not familiar with the area, those two are about seven miles apart or so. They're right down the road from one another. Uh, Tyler, the larger city of the two. Um, and I worked in Tyler before I moved here uh, for about eight and a half years. So I'm very well familiar with the area. Uh, went down the beginning of this week. Um, just to hang out down there and talk to some people close to Patrick Mahomes. I interviewed his father uh, while we were there, who I'd never had a chance to meet before, and asked him. We talked a lot about baseball because if if you don't know, Patrick Mahomes uh, was a great baseball player and is a great baseball player, uh, was drafted as well in the, in the Major League Baseball. So uh, we talked a lot about him. His dad told me uh, that he knew when Patrick was 10 years old that he was going to be a professional baseball player. That's what he knew about it. Uh, we interviewed his high school head football coach and talked about – Uh, Some of his highs and lows uh, as a high school quarterback, you know, people assume because of who he is now that he must have lit up the record books in Texas high school football. He did not. He didn't start. He didn't start until he was midway through his junior year. Uh, We got to hear about some of his big moments about uh, the circumstance of his last pass as a high school quarterback was an interception. And we talked about that a little bit where he lost in a game 65-60. Uh, where a, a ball tipped off the hands of his running back uh,
1: he experienced that then at texas tech against oklahoma yeah that's exactly Mayfield right field again it's too. exactly
0: right so you know we we and talked then about tom
1: brady in the NFC championship yeah, and then uh, <laughs> yeah
0: and so the the and then the big moment or the one of the great uh things down there was um his longtime trainer is a friend of mine has been a friend of mine for about 10 years now uh, his name is bobby stroop and he runs a training facility called apec uh, in Tyler, and he's been training Mahomes um, since Mahomes was in elementary school. Uh, Patrick says fourth grade is when he started training with him. His trainer says, I don't remember him until about middle school, but that doesn't mean that he wasn't here. <laughs> um, so all those stories are coming up. Um uh, in addition to a couple of more uh, coming up starting next week with training camp. We've got a couple that will roll out the first couple of days of training camp. Uh, excited about that. Uh, excited to get a chance to show people um, more about Patrick Mahomes, who he is obviously across the board. Uh, everyone I spoke to, everyone who knows him, says he's just uh, he's the real deal and as a person, as a player.
2: Uh, so it's Friday. We're taping this uh, 10 a.m. Uh, Todd, again, the host of the 4th and 1 Chiefs podcast with Nick Jacobs, and Todd Palmer, you guys are, are going to uh, recap this as well a little bit later on.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we, Nick and I will go into it. Um, you know, Nick Nick hasn't reported for work yet, but uh, Nick to Nick's credit, Nick has been um, you know ever since this this broke in mid March or whatever. Nick has been the one um, who has been a voice of reason, in my opinion. Um, just saying, we need you know. I'm not going to make any judgment until uh you know until, until I get lake to, does until well until until i until i know more facts about it and and he has never been satisfied i i still don't think nick is satisfied that he knows what happened um but nick has been very very patient and this is not a patient world you know people want answers right now sure. uh, but nick has shown amazing patience and i i think um you know we've we've seen uh um look at the wisdom of his path um you know um So, yeah, we we will discuss it a little bit more in depth. And then we're also uh, we've got a lot of things. We've we've got a lot of content we've been working on the last month, um, you know, talking about getting ready for training camp. And uh, and we'll continue that. And then, of course, Nick and I will get to spend a little time up there. And, you know, and so we're going to, you know, once the season gets rolling, that's when Nick really shines.
0: As friends in Tyler, while I was there, asked me, are Chiefs fans nervous about the season? Do they feel like what if Patrick can't? I said, no chiefs fans are not nervous about this season chiefs fans almost to a man think no we're going this this is the year if
2: they they have to pay the if they have to play the patriots again in the playoffs
1: tom Tom brady's a year older that rob gronkowski's not there man Um, i don't
0: want to talk about it
1: trent brown the the offensive lineman's guy i mean look the patriots the the patriots have changed the patriots in my opinion are a little bit diminished i would never count out tom brady though but um, I think the thing that's important for people to remember, and just in terms of football, is last year was the first year Patrick Mahomes played in the league, and he was the NFL MVP. He threw fifty touchdowns, and he threw for more than five thousand yards. Only one other player's done both in the same season, and that was Peyton Manning. Um, and he's twenty three. Yeah, yeah and, and, and he's a kid. And so, look, I, I don't, I, I honestly do not think that he will have as good of stats this year. Yeah, but I don't think that means he won't play the position of quarterback better. Um, and and I, I think, look, I, I think the Chiefs, uh, you know, they've they've made a lot of changes on the defense. On the defense, um, there's there's a lot of questions still on that side of the ball, but they're going to have a dynamic offense as long as Patrick Mahomes stays healthy. And you know, look, even if he only throws for 4,500 yards and 40 touchdowns, <laughs> they're going to so, have a chance to go to the playoffs. Season. Yeah, I mean, that, that's still those are ridiculous numbers. Um, so even if he regresses a little bit, you know, but I, I honestly, I mean, I think he's. Under Andy Reid's tutelage and and learning what he learned last year, I think he's just going to keep getting better and better.
0: I really look forward to showing you some of the workout, too. We we, uh, talked to his trainer while we were down there about what they're trying to accomplish in his workout. And I'm looking forward to showing you those stories because the main thing uh, he talked about was since Patrick was a kid, we have tried to build and teach his body to create as much power as possible, as fast as possible from as many different directions as possible. And after talking to him and hopefully after you see the story, uh, it changes the way I watch Patrick Mahomes play football. And I think it will for you too, whenever you see that. So training camp coming up next week. Uh, another edition on this topic with Tyree Hill of 4th and 1 podcast coming out as well. So look for that. Uh, as always, thanks so much for listening to 4th and, uh, and 1. <laughs> you're, thanks welcome,
1: for listening you're welcome to, to come on thanks with Thanks for
0: listening to that too. <laughs> but thanks for listening to 41 Files. Uh, we'll see you soon. See you.